We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Altitude 5200 with Dr. Bill. Early evening, March 19, 1968, Beelsville, Ohio. Gregory Wells jumped from the porch of his grandmother's house and began to cross the yard to his parents' house when he noticed the street light was giving off a different color. It seemed it was glowing red instead of the usual white. First, the television signal and now this. He walked out to look at the streetlight, only it wasn't. The streetlight was dark. A large red object was illuminating the road, with a band of dimmer red lights flashing around the center. I stopped. I wanted to run or scream. A tube emerged from the bottom of the object. It moved side to side like a snake hunting its prey. It stopped, pointing directly at young Wells. A beam of light shot from the tube, striking him on the arm, setting his jacket on fire. He screamed, dropped to the ground, and rolled till the fire was out. His mother, father, and grandmother ran outside when they heard the screaming. His mother saw the UFO and said it just faded away. Gregory was taken to the local hospital and treated for second-degree burns. The local sheriff sent the jacket to the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation. They did not find any evidence of radioactivity. Other information on the cause of the burn was not reported. The civil defense director combed the area with a Geiger counter. No radiation was detected. Professor James McDonald, Department of Meteorology, University of Arizona, included this incident on his testimony before Congress in 1968. Professor McDonald's testimony before the Committee on Science and Astronautics, U.S. House of Representatives, 90th Congress, Second Session, July 29, 1968. Rare instances suggesting overt hostility. In my own investigative experience, I know of only two cases of injuries suffered under what might be described as overt hostility, and for which present evidence argues authenticity. There are other reports on record that might be construed as overt hostility, but I cannot vouch for them in terms of of my own personal investigation. In Bealesville, Ohio, on the evening of March 19, 1968, a boy suffered moderate skin burns in an incident of puzzling nature. Gregory Wells had just stepped out of his grandmother's house to walk a few tens of yards to his parents' trailer when his grandmother and mother heard his screams, ran out and found him rolling on the ground, his jacket burning. After being treated at a nearby hospital, he described to parents, sheriffs, deputies, and others what he had seen. 
hovering over some trees across the highway from his location. He had seen an oval-shaped object with some lights on it. From a central area of the bottom, a tube-like endage emerged, rotated around, and emitted a flash that coincided with ignition of his jacket. He had just turned away from it, so the burn was on the back of his upper arm. In the course of checking this case, I interviewed a number of persons in Bealesville area, some of whom had seen a long cylindrical object moving at very low altitude in the vicinity of the Wells property that night. There is much more detail than can be, than can be recapitulated here. My conversations with persons who know the boy, including his teacher, suggested no reason to discount the story, despite its unusual content. After checking the Bealesville incident, I checked another report in which burn injuries of a more serious nature were sustained, in a context even more strongly indicative of overt hostility. I prefer not to give names and explicit citation of details here, but I remark that there appears to me on the basis of my present information and five interviews with persons involved to be basis for accepting the incident as real, partly because of its unparalleled nature and partly because some of the evidence is still conflicting. I shall admit details and state only that the case, case taken together with other scattered reports of injuries and UFO encounters warrants no panic response, but does warrant far more thorough investigation than any that has been conducted to date. Professor MacDonald, in front of Congress, July 29, 1968.